Welcome to Seat at the Table podcast. My name is Mel Rodriguez, and if you want to grow in your relationship with God, this is the place to be. Follow me on social media. My handle on Instagram is at MelRodriguezX. So grab a coffee, your Bible, and let's talk Jesus. Welcome to episode four of Seat at the Table. In this episode, we are going to be talking about Luke 1. And in Luke 1, it's about the birth of John the Baptist, of his birth being foretold when when an angel of the Lord appears to Elizabeth and Zechariah, telling them that they are to bear a son. Now, Zechariah and Elizabeth were very old, and, you know, I'm pretty sure they didn't have much hope and much courage that the Lord would give them a son, that the Lord would give them a son in a miracle. But you see... In the priesthood of Israel, the priests were chosen by a lot. And this lot, you know, was chosen very rarely because there were like a lot of priests and Zechariah was chosen. And the funny thing is that Zechariah was chosen out of everyone to burn incense on the altar. And this is seen as the most holy place, right? Where the priests go and encounter God. And only Zechariah went in. And Zechariah, you know, he was praying passionately. He was praying to God. And I don't know if it was on his mind or not to be able to pray that his wife would bear a son. But it's in that moment, that unexpected moment, when an angel of the Lord appeared to him, the angel Gabriel, and told him that he would bear a son and he would name him John. John would be a man that would turn people to God, that would turn people's heart to God, and would tell people about the coming Messiah. And now we see, you know, in the Gospel of Mark that John baptizes Jesus. And John even tells Jesus, like, who am I worthy, you know, to wear your sandals to do this for you, God? But this episode, the intention of this episode is just to talk about God can use you. God can use what you have. If God has a plan for you, he will make a way no matter what. And it kind of reminds me of the story of Sarah and Abraham where Sarah basically laughed at God when God was telling Abraham that she would bear a son just because she was so old. And it makes me think how many of us, do we laugh at God? Do we make a joke? Do we doubt about what God is going to do? Because we think that our promise is too far gone because we think that our prayer is not going to happen or because he's not going to do it. And God calls us to have childlike faith. And when we have childlike faith... Although we may be asking for these certain things for years, and we may just be in a waiting period, it doesn't mean that God is not working behind the scenes. And I love Luke 1 verse 18 through 20. It says, Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words which will come true at their appointed time. In the Bible, there are many promises that God gives to his children. And like it says in verse 20, which will come true at their appointed time. When God makes a promise to you, it's not meant to be given right away. I mean, if it comes right away like if god answers your prayer that's great but i know that when god has promised me something he has always taken me through a waiting period and this is usually just to test us to see how we'll react if we will remain faithful and one of the things that i love is that we can pray we can obey we can worship we can read and we can have daily encounters with god although we are in a waiting season it shows spiritual maturity it shows trust in god that despite 
the fact that we are waiting for something to come to pass, he is still going to make it happen. Now, Zechariah had unbelief, not because he didn't think that God would do it and that God wasn't given him that blessing, but because he felt as if he was too old and his wife was too old. And this is kind of like where the human instinct just clicks in. And God, I don't know if that's going to happen. God, look at my situation. Isn't it too late? But the fact is that it's not too late because his word says that his ways are not my ways and his thoughts are not my thoughts. You see, his timeline, his time frame is so much different than mine's. So how can I tell God, are you sure this is going to happen? How can I be sure of this? Says Zechariah to the angel. And because Gabriel saw his unbelief, he practically told him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. So not only is Gabriel quoting the fact that he is sent from God himself, but that he has been sent to proclaim that promise that God has come to pass to Zechariah and Elizabeth to them. But because of their unbelief, Gabriel silences Zechariah so that he's not able to enjoy the fullness of his promise that God had given him. Many of the times we are so focused on how things will happen, how the promises of God to us will come to pass that we forget to enjoy it. We forget to enjoy the waiting season. We forget to be content in what God is doing and what he will come to pass. And I want to tell you, if God has promised you something, God is working behind the scenes and he is making sure that he blows your mind when he fulfills that promise you see god is not a god that changes his mind god is not a god that his word returns back to him his word is always completed and it always comes to pass may we learn to be content in our waiting season may we learn to hold on a little longer and wait for god to make that promise happen and may we just wait for him right to just blow us away with his promises and another verse that i want to share is first peter 3 and here Peter is saying, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, Through these he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. You see, God's promises are precious because they come from God. God does not do things halfway. When he does something, he lets it come to pass. And he doesn't want us to be caught in lustful desires. He doesn't want our heart to be in the wrong place when we're just waiting on a promise. He wants us to rely on him, knowing that the promises of God are yes and amen. So I don't know what the Lord has promised you. I don't know what the Lord has told you and what kind of waiting season you are in. But I do know that my God will let it come to pass, that my God will do it, and that you can rely on him and you can rest assured that God is working behind the scenes. I hope that you have loved this message. If you want to read the rest of Luke 1, I encourage you to read the rest of Luke 1 and also 2 Peter chapter 1. God bless and I'll see you in the next episode.